to another episode of Chasing Geek. Uh, with me, your co-host, Selena Angotti, and... Matt Mueller. Hey, everybody. What's going on? So, we forgot to announce a topic last week. Well, we didn't really have one, But we fair. didn't have one until... <laughs> to, what, you messaged me, like... A couple Sunday. hours ago? Yeah. Was it was a couple hours ago, yeah. I mean, it was this morning. Okay, it was this morning. Yeah. yeah it, was, um, it was on my lunch break. And so... Because, okay, originally we were going to talk about the T-Dragon Society comic. Yes. But we haven't finished it yet. Yes, because I can't locate it at the moment. <laughs> so, because of our, like, initial plan not being able to be done, I had to kind of come back to back up. It's got to be a monitor somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I got to like, mind it. You had it. I had it in a folder, and then I looked yeah. in that folder and it was gone. I was like, what the hell did I do? I think I deleted it accidentally. Oh, no. But I have a copy here somewhere. So somewhere. I move over them before I delete them. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty... So because of that, we just decided <laughs> the whole thing. our uh, <laughs> topic today. And the funny thing is, when he messaged me about it, I was like, oh, I've actually have some opinions on this that I, like, yeah, really recently, like, um, okay, so we're going to be talking about reviews. Yes, from a, from a couple different Yeah, facets. a few different things. So, this has popped up in my life recently because one of the whole Disney fiasco yeah, that recently happened, and another because I was on Tumblr and I saw where this author was posting about how early review copies can inadvertently hurt e-sales mm -hmm. and then what brought you on to suggesting this topic so uh the recent because of course today being thursday when we're recording this mm -hmm. uh the eve of justice league is at work because that'll yes. hit tonight um the reviews have been um there's been a there's been a pattern mm -hmm. um Specifically with DC movies, but but I would say overall, just in movie criticism over the last like year or two that I have not been a fan of, mm -hmm. um, and it's reared its head again with Justice League, uh, and we'll get into a little bit more in detail. Yeah. But that was kind of what um, I saw the same thing starting to happen. Um, but then your um, that article that you showed kind of opened up another door for mm -hmm. us to kind of talk about. I mean, I'm in a position where I review comics and yeah. books and things like that so every week. Th this is I feel like this is you know on surface level interesting conversation, but like because of where you can come at it from. Yeah, we like, come at it from really two different sides. It's really interesting because yeah. I am the person who will sometimes read a review yeah and you're the person who constantly has to write reviews yeah it has to write them. not not always but you have to write a lot um, like yeah. this week how many different reviews have you had to do um i mean i did two just today okay two just today yeah, so um and if i last week i think i wrote i think i wrote three um okay but so it, like it would depend if I had my if I had my way yes I would be writing four to five a week um, just because when you're talking about comics you're talking See, about I the sheer amount be like if I had my way I wouldn't be doing reviews I'd be doing more in depth discussions on yeah <laughs> no I actually um I I am actually in the opposite camp I wish I could write more okay. um and it and it comes. And well, it, you I mean, read we a can, ton of comics. We can, I mean, we can dive into that now if yeah. you want to yeah, sure. segue into that. So, you review... 
I said, you re- review things as your job. You are yeah. one of those people that publish things online on a big website so people can read them. And clickbait sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, any website does. Yeah. But, but now we've, to be fair to my employer, <laughs> to be fair, uh, we don't, we try our best not to. Um, this this kind of comes from the medium. If we're yes. talking about movies, like we have someone who goes to see movies on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as clickbait goes, uh, we've made a lot of strides in that area mm-hmm. um, to avoid being the uh, I won't name check them, but there are certain there are certain websites that are known for that. I used to follow some of them, and I have I've stopped following. What mm-hmm. what honestly happens uh, is because after so many, you can fool someone only so many times. <laughs> so after the third or fourth time, typically you're going to get diminishing results on clickbait, mm-hmm. and so you just have to keep either putting more out there or you have to adapt and you have to change. Yeah. Uh, we've taken that jump to being, you know, you'll get the every so often one. Mm-hmm. Um, but you'll, we've tried to adjust more to like just, hey, here's a, here's a story. Here's our unique spin on it. Mm-hmm. You know, Facebook socials will tease a little bit or whatever. But it's gotten away from, here's what we're telling you the story's about. And then the story is nothing to do with that. Like yeah. it's, we've tried to get or away from Or it's like that. the first sentence and then it changes. And then it changes. Um, but as far as like comics goes, it's, it's the medium itself on a typical week, mm-hmm. 60 books come out. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot from, and that's only from the publishers I have access to. So there's actually more. I just don't have access to their books. Yes. So just because there's so many throughout the week, we'll cover a book. Um, like uh, let's take the Batman Who Laughs that mm-hmm. just came out recently. That's part of a big event. Typically, we'll cover that book, kind of talk about what's in it or a big revelation or whatever. On a huge book, we'll maybe do two or three posts because, but it has to be like an event. It has to be something big that a bunch of different things happened in. We'll cover that. The average book gets no coverage. The only way it gets coverage is if someone like me does a review Mm -hmm. because that is the really the only cry in the ocean <laughs> to go hey i want to talk about this book and here's why you should pay attention to it yeah and a lot of times and and some people don't do this so that's and that's just their style my style of a review is i don't tell you everything that happened in the book yeah i use a review as a i want to tell you why this you should give this book a chance mm-hmm. and i want to kind of go into some of the nuts and bolts of it that is what I view without a review spoiling. of without spoiling. Yes. So I do not put I I'll put a spoiler warning just in case to be self-aware, but I don't I try not to spoil my reviews. Mm-hmm. Reason so I look at a review as a I'm actually getting to discuss I look at it almost as if I wrote an essay on it. I look at it as if I'm writing something where I get to talk about something I like for a change. Okay. <laughs> so, so when I do, I would do five We're talking to about ten. why you don't like a thing. Or why I don't like a thing. Um, I also have, which some people have this rep and that's fine. I have a rep of, I would say, just judging upon myself. No one's actually come out and said this, but I would say I have a rep for uh, not doing so many negative reviews. If you look at all the reviews I've done, I've probably done, you could count on the hand, the amount of negatives of just beating something senseless. Um, I look at that as... Well, you're also typically a fairly positive person. Yeah, I think you it's... You like to be happy, which yeah. is nothing wrong with that. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I so, try to have that. Because, I mean, I know some people that they seem to like to enjoy being angry and sad <laughs> and rah, 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 all the time. Yeah. And I've seen articles that are like that. That reflect that. You know, uh, it seems like they only want to talk about it if they can bash it in the head. Because that's what's, that's one, that's what gets clicks. Yes. Uh, my review about a book that is not published by the big two will get a fraction of the clicks that mm -hmm. someone bashing one of those big two books will get. I accept that. I go in knowing that. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't mean that there's not like... there are To me, there are so many amazing things that hit every week that I do not have a chance to cover. Yeah. Why the hell would I waste my time on something? I read a bunch of shitty books. Like, I'll read books that go, that I've literally already forgotten it, and I haven't even gotten to the last page yet. I <laughs> I read those, and I go, moving on. and Because there's well, five other ones. It's kind of like, you know, if you watch a lot of anime, sometimes you just watch really bad anime. Yeah. But sometimes you find those gems that people aren't talking about, but they should. And what would you rather talk about? Uh, those little gems. I mean that because that's what's. Oh, I want to. I want to give this as much as I can. I want other people to read it, and that's what I look at those as. So honestly, if I could write ten more, I'm always pushing to write more. I'm I'm cool with it. I I don't mind it. I'm not to the point where I'm jaded yet. Yeah. Um. But one of the things that segues into that are the mm -hmm. article we talked about. So um. And it was a really good one, by the way. So early review copies. Yes. So. Those, the article presents a really, uh, I think, fair and uh, great opinion on how those can hurt book sales. Yes. Uh, now, hers was a book. It was a yes. full-on book. Um, which, again, this is, I know, where speaking of, like, different mediums, comic mm. books versus movies versus, you know, Yeah, they're books. all a little different. Yeah. Uh, they're all different. Uh, but I think they, since they are still people reviewing things, mm -hmm. Um, and they have to get those copies some way. Yep. You know, it's all ties in together. So yeah, this article, um, we'll put a link down below. It came across my Tumblr dashboard. And I was like, huh, that's really interesting. I hadn't thought about it like that. So to summarize a little, this author had uh, been seeing good sales on their books. And when, I think it was the fourth book, third or fourth book came out, she knows that her easels had dropped a lot and like for a series it's not uncommon for like a third or fourth book to drop anyways because more people will read the first one mm -hmm. fewer will read the second one and so on because not everyone is like me and devours yeah. large series <laughs> for me if i see a large series i'm more likely to read it than ones that are just one off yeah that's me so anyways um so she thought that it would probably, like, was the result of piracy. And in the past, people were like, eh, piracy won't ruin sales. If they're pirating the book, they won't buy it anyway, so it's not a lost sale. Well then, because of her e-sales dropping so much when she published her next book, her brother and her, uh, kind of teamed up to do a fun little experiment. He put on, like, all the piracy sites free books a p copy of what looked like her book. It was even the same length of her book, but it was like just the first chapter repeated. So, Which is amazing, by the way. I it's a I great mean, ploy. Well, I think this is really funny. Yeah. Um, so because of that, more people 
War One, bewildered, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Get a real copy of this because they flooded it with the fake copy. And uh, two, it's like, okay, well, I do want to read the book, so yeah. they actually went and bought the book. So that proves that it was stealing actual sales. Mm-hmm. And like where this all ties in is those piracy sites were getting the early copies. Because of early review copies being put out and then mm-hmm. people not abiding by whatever agreements and posting them for other people to take and read. And, yeah. you know, therefore causing her to lose sales. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, I, th- I thought that was really intriguing and I had never thought about early review copies being a bad thing before. Yeah. And so now I'm like, huh, that's a lot to think about mm-hmm. in a way. And you get early review copies and early viewings of things. So as like someone, I know you you, you do get like comic books and stuff. So like mm-hmm. how how what do you feel about this? Um. Well, uh, one, um, the typically so like because also, of like books come out like what. If it's yeah. a very prolific author, like one a year. Yeah. Comics, one a week, depending yeah. on the series. Yeah. So, so there's not much time. There, yeah, but... to flip it. Now, um, the problem with... So, like, the biggest problem with comics in that regard mm-hmm. is spoilers. Yes. It's not really... It's the other two. Like, yes, people get... Because there are. The, the yeah. comic industry has lost money because... Um, of pirate sites getting comics, and I, I've through the years I've known a couple of people who solely get their comics on sites like that, and mm-hmm. they don't buy them. That has a direct. You can say whatever you want about you know, like it's not a sale. I wasn't gonna buy anyway, but you know what? I'm honest. That's a bunch of bullshit. And yeah. you might have. Yes, you might have. And uh, yeah. there were because yeah. um, kind of like you were mentioning earlier. You know, someone may have bought it when it went on sale, yeah. on clearance. You know. Or they just gave him paid for a price, or someone might have gifted it to them and yeah. they had bought it. Exactly. You don't um, know. There, yeah. There's no way to tell. Because there's me. so many different avenues of getting something yeah. other than just straight up buying it. Yeah. That are still like someone, some way. Getting paid. Getting paid. Yeah. Like Marvel Unlimited runs all those free things all the time. I'll get a free month. Okay. You still, someone would pay for that. That's still a service. Or kind of like, say, the streaming services. Yeah. You know, you're not paying per individual show you're watching, but you're paying a flat fee. Or say like YouTube, they're generating money because of the advertisements, you know. Someone, some way, is still getting paid at least, you know. Yeah, for that. With, know. but with these piracy sites, if there is money being exchanged, it's all it's, yeah. You know, it's it's not going to the people who deserve the money. Yeah, no, I agree. It's and they're also um, no one's getting any other added benefit out of it. It's not yeah. like they read it and then they go like, "Oh my God, shout from the rooftops! Look how great this is!" It's not like yeah. they're. There's no altruistic thing there. It's just, oh, I don't want to pay for something. I want something yeah. to read on the can. Like, there's I, a difference. I admit, I have streamed a few movies. I think almost everybody most has. Most everyone has. Yeah. But 
See, I only ever do if it's like a movie that I know is bad and I don't want them to have my money. <laughs> but, but, speaking of reviews, yeah. I don't always... I personally don't always reviews. I like yeah. to have my own opinion. Yeah. And so I want to see this bad movie. So when someone goes, oh, but but this, I'm like, I have seen it. I can tell you why it's bad. <laughs> um, um, that's, that's the main reason yeah. why I watch things that aren't good. So I can have my own informed opinion. Yeah, I um Now, I am that way when it comes to... When it comes to... Because I review things. Mm-hmm. I am that way with that thing. So, yes. like, Justice League, for example. I didn't review Justice League. I didn't have to do that this time. I just got but, to go in yeah, and take you notes. you to see it. But for a comic, right? If I... Um, this actually more applies to, like, a, to like a movie. Mm-hmm. So, if I know I'm going to have to watch it for review, mm-hmm. I want to go in clean slate, not yeah. knowing anything. So, I, go, I don't watch reviews before then. Now, mm-hmm. after, I will, because I have a... I have an opinion on my own. Yes, and you um, can kind of compare and either be like, I agree with that, or yeah. I disagree strongly. Yeah. Um, now, with um, also video games was the same way when I was reviewing more video games. I would play it myself for my own opinion. Mm-hmm. But I also am the guy that, you know, we we're thinking about going to see Orient Express um, mm-hmm. over the weekend. We watched the review because we were like, we trust, like, uh, like we'll watch Jeremy Johns a lot, and we'll see his movie reviews. Yeah. We kind of, over time, we've kind of grown to trust his, you know, like, he has a similar palette um, to us. That kind of makes me think of Brian um, for board games. Okay, yeah, perfect. So, go, he, most time, and I've done it too, goes to Board Game Geek, mm-hmm. reads reviews there, because most of the reviews are from other fellow gamers. Yeah. Or he likes to look at a Rotto runs through. And why yeah. he trusts him is because he's seen plenty of his reviews that, like you said, he has similar tastes. Yeah. And he knows that if he likes it or doesn't like it, that reflects on me that I probably won't like it either. Exactly. Or I'll probably love it too. It's subjective yeah. because you have to find those personalities that kind of jive yeah. with you. But because of that, I find it, oh, I'll trust that. There are movies I have gone, eh, I'm kind of not interested yeah. now because I've watched that. So now that we're on movies, I think we can kind of jump into a little bit to the Disney thing. Yeah. So Disney banned the LA Times from any movie, early movie screenings. Yes. Because of another topic that you should look up on your own, um, it's... Actually, well, political-based. I mean, well, one part of it was. Well, a big part. LA Times was doing. LA Times was doing an article yeah. about Disney about how they were affecting the different political parties in the area. Because if you don't, you know, if Disney doesn't support you, and Disney's yeah. the biggest thing in that place. Yeah, because Anaheim was not receiving. Yes. Yeah, like, it, and yeah. they were doing it, their job, by the way. Yeah. They're doing their fucking LA job. Times, LA Times was doing their job. Yes. And so that's why when Disney banned them, a lot of people were like, I'm standing up with the LA Times. Yeah. I'm going to boycott Disney's yeah. early screening stuff. And they, some people even took, like, removed them from big, like, award voting and stuff yeah. like that. So... <laughs> Fast forward a tiny bit after all these other places start boycotting Disney, 
and their reviews and stuff, Disney was like, oh, oh snap. Yeah. This actually isn't good for us. Um, you can have your reviews back. <laughs> um, it's, it's just funny to me that, like, the reason it blew up was because literally Mm -hmm. la times was writing their fall preview yes and had none of disney stuff in there and people like why isn't disney stuff on which disney is disney movies marvel star wars and it's a lot of stuff it's like oh why is it (laughs) in here why is it star wars in here and uh people were like and they put a disclaimer in front of it that was like hey we we've been blacklisted Mm -hmm. um that has happened before that typically is not so blatant because yeah. um, it's happened in like video game companies. I remember there was a thing with, um, was it Kotaku? Or I think it was Kotaku. Uh, was blacklisted from uh, well, Bethesda and some other company. And like they weren't getting their stuff at all. Like, yeah. It was like, like it, well it known. Because as someone who gets review copies of things, you have to be in good standing with the publishers yeah. most of the time for them to be like, yeah, we'll send you the stuff. I mean, it, it is. It's, it's a weird industry yeah. that way. Because also, you could acquire the things on your own and review them on your own. And some people start off that way, mm-hmm. but that can get expensive really quickly. It gets expensive and it is also not practical yes. at a certain level. So from someone who did used to have to do that, yes. used to buy all my own comics and buy all this stuff, um, because uh, a company's PR plan, so like mm-hmm. let's take, uh, I just reviewed two comics that do not come out until like mid-December. Oh, wow. So I just reviewed them like this last week and the week before and did interviews with the creators, right? Mm-hmm. We're not even, we were halfway through November and I yeah. already had those in the can. And it's because when they do a rollout, they are trying to build publicity yes. ahead of they're, time. They're <laughs> because they're not just selling it to, and, and that's where some of it gets a little lost. It's not that they're just selling it to the consumer, because they are. They're trying mm-hmm. to get the consumer who goes into the comic store to be like, hey, try this book out. But um, from speaking to comic retailers before in the past, like Rick, like Rick's Comic City, mm-hmm. they have to order so far in advance. So they have to then put that comic on their shelves for you to buy it. Yes. They are selling not just the consumer, but that gets the retailer to then purchase mm-hmm. it. It's all a system yeah. and it um, all goes ahead of time. Because we've seen this while working at Southern Hobby where yeah. we'd have different publishers come in and do a demo of a game that yeah. hadn't been released yet so that as a wholesaler, you get pumped, you get your retailers yep. pumped, and a lot of times because your customers know the fan base and like know what's going on, they're already pumped, but you can get them pumped even more. Exactly. And so it's just a cycle that feeds that's into itself. That's a great itself. example. Yeah, I, didn't, I forgot um, about that. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that's one of those things. It's like you need each level to be excited for this product. Yeah. And if they're not, if one of those falls through, it has an effect not saying that um and this is where i also don't want to get into not saying that reviews are the end all be all of a company no. companies have stuff all so, the time they sell their own shit that, that's like actually another point i want to talk about so with the disney stuff why they realized that was bad was because yeah these companies they do use their reviews of things to get more traffic on their sites mm-hmm. but they don't have to have their stuff to get traffic on the site. No, not that stuff. Not that stuff. Yeah. They have a lot of other things going on. So like a review of Thor, yeah, that would get them a lot of clicks. 
I, what I think they Disney realized was the reviewers don't need the reviews. Yeah. What Disney needs is reviews to do the reviews. So Disney can be like, look at these reviews we got. Yeah, I mean, if you look at any TV spot, yeah. what do you see? You see six, seven, eight things coming at, at the screen towards the end of a thing where it's like yeah. incredible, epic, yeah. whatever. And okay. that's all from you us. You know, movies. Not us, combo. Um, I mean, us, media. We'll sometimes have it, you know, um, TV shows will have it. You know, you see it, you know, so and so says this is great. Exactly. At books. We'll have mm-hmm. blurbs and, you know, New York Times bestseller list says blah, 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 blah. Honestly, the ones I like the most are author that I also read says this about this book. Those are Those great. are the ones I like yeah. more. Or other fellow creator mm-hmm. says this about this creation. Yeah. Um, then thecomebook.com says this about this movie. Yeah. You know, New York Times says this about this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that and that's subjective too. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I mean, I'm more like there was a uh, it was a comic that I looked at not too long ago. Um, and one of the the ways like one of the things uh, she sent mm-hmm. was a, a quote from like Warren Ellis. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, well, that holds weight because yeah. that's like if you sent me a quote that said Jeff Johns thinks this is great. Yeah. I'm there's a ninety percent chance I'm going to read it yeah. because oh well, Jeff Johns. I like Jeff Johns stuff. You and, know, you know, I'm sure there are people that do give weight more weight than we do to these other reviews. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's one reason why they do end up on the back of books. Yeah, because they work. Because and because there's a because there is a mass mentality mm-hmm. when it comes to everyone else likes this thing. Yes. That means I'm probably going to like it. And if we're being fair, if someone, you know, said, hey, there's a exercise is awesome. Here's six creators that say this exercise (laughs) program is awesome. Why do I give a shit about DDP yoga? It's because I want to get in shape and because three wrestlers said it was awesome. That's why I'm doing it over something else. It works. And when it's targeted right and it's targeted at Mm -hmm. you, it works. Um, and and so that's why it's like, the, like I said, the reviewers don't necessarily need them. The things that are being p- published for Disney, yeah. they need it more. Yeah. Um. So it's an interesting like. It's an interesting relationship. It's a very weird one too, because yeah. in very few industries do, um, certain companies like there's a very strict gateway. Mm-hmm. There is a gateway between. You have access to the content, yes. and you don't. And like the LA Times, mm-hmm. Disney literally shut off the valve and went, no, we're not going to let you do all this. Mm-hmm. But there is a symbiotic relationship yeah. between the two. And also, it's like, they if it had other. been just the LA Times, wouldn't have been that many repercussions. No. But it was the fact that other people were like, okay, what Disney's doing is wrong. Because it wasn't... Because they were... Yeah. Because LA Times was doing nothing wrong. Yeah. So Disney's now in the wrong. We're going to stick, you know, be by Pe- their side. People get blacklisted all the time. Yeah. Writers, uh, creators, all that stuff. It happens all the time in Hollywood and it happens all the time in, like, other media. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is... The difference is that, and and sometimes companies can be very. Sometimes it comes from overprotection of mm-hmm. their IP. Sometimes it becomes it is because they're petty, yes. uh, and they don't Wait, like it when you say negative things about Disney them. Disney look petty. 
this made them look petty. And it was petty because it, it was, was true. <laughs> yeah. And it was a something not like related. It wasn't related to their movie review of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. It's just ridiculous. So, uh, but like what we were talking about earlier, right? With mm-hmm. with early review copies. Yes. Every um every company has a different tact. Uh, some send it to you the like weekend before, some send it to you days before. Some um, twenty four hours before. Some twenty four hours before. Um and the the best way to to like talk about it it is it can be frustrating from mm-hmm. someone who is trying to plan out coverage mm-hmm. um now in my case i'll say this uh certain things i want to cover yes. like it from a purely like i want to make people let's oh i'll put it this uh boom okay yes. so power rangers mm-hmm. right i run a power rangers page yes uh i kind of am the power rangers guy at comicbook.com mm-hmm. i want to cover Power Rangers. Yes. If they don't send me the stuff ahead of time, what can happen? By the way, I like your Power Rangers. Right? Yeah, it's coming together, right? Yeah. Um, What can happen is that uh, it falls through the cracks because I do not have it ahead of time and I can't plan. Yes. Things in this business happen at a crazy rate. You'll be mm-hmm. you'll be sipping your coffee, eating a donut on Wednesday morning, and then all of a sudden, oh, Deadpool trailer drops, and then the world <laughs> like worlds collide, and you have no time to do anything off Deadpool. Deadpool is Bob Ross. Yes, write it for, and, but you don't have any chance to go back and do the stuff you want to do for hours because yeah. it dominates the news cycle. So something, if I don't have it ahead of time and can't prep, mm-hmm. something like that will fall through the cracks, and it has. Some weeks like yeah. i'll look back and go shit i didn't ever get to talk about that book oh well like you yeah. can't and by three days later it's over as far as your cycle old news yes and you know it's it's one thing for people to go look at the backlog it's another for you to be like hey i'm a week late on this but hey because you know the tweets you'll get because <laughs> you'll get the tweet. Why Why are you talking about this now? We're already I mean, yeah, looking we're on the... This. Yeah, we're on the next thing. So it's, you know, it's a weird relationship. I imagine that happens a lot during the big comic cons and stuff. Because, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but we normally don't actually record on the week of comic cons because Matt here is too busy trying to do all the coverage I get, for Yeah, it. I get a little smart. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I can't do it this week. I got too much stuff. Those are our, uh, those are our crate. Those are like our, cr- yeah. like when game people have crunch, like those are, yeah. <laughs> that's our crunch, but I won't even compare it because their crunch is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I get paid for mine, unlike them, because that sucks. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, like it's a weird relationship and it it's totally understandable from both sides. Like mm-hmm. both sides have points. The system I'm sure could be better, could be yeah. improved upon. When when something does make it out into the open and people are able to pirate it, they do lose money. It is yeah. ignorant to say otherwise. Because <laughs> in, in a perfect world, early review copies would go out, people would read them, review them, and that would be that. Yeah. But even because there can be legal repercussions, which some of them, like before you get the thing, tells you, you, you know, by law, you're yeah. not allowed to leak this in any way. Some people are like, screw it, put it out anyways. You know, and that's when you run into Twitter wars with creators against sites. Yeah. And, oh my God, why would you do that or whatever? Yeah. And it's it, it's it's crazy. But it's a, it's a weird industry. Both have good points. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick before yes. we, because I know we're probably wrap up soon and I want to lose the, I don't want to lose yes. the thing in my head. 
Okay. What's the thing in your head? The thing in my head is <laughs> it has to do with it has to do with reviews and and one of the things we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. specifically with Justice League. Yes. So one of the things we oh, talked about. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, Rotten Tomatoes, right? Okay. So. So I admit, Rotten Tomatoes is one of the things I go to look at for reviews, because um, I rarely do. A lot of times I actually look at it before. Not sorry. A lot of times I look at it. Not before I see it, but after I see the movie to see, like, how it lines up with how I would rank it. Okay. Um, just kind of like a lot of times I don't read reviews until after I see it. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to go in with a fairly clean slate. Now, I have to say, I have a friend who, like, he they don't even watch trailers for things. They don't read articles about it beforehand. Yeah. Because they don't want any tiny bit of spoiler. And if someone says something like just... Oh, this is on the on the poster. He'll be like, "No, I don't want to know." I'm like, "It's on the fucking poster." <laughs> <laughs> it's on the fucking poster. But never seen you get so angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that actual example just happened like last Dude. night. See, that's and, overkill for me. And so I'm like, yeah. as I'm like, okay, going a little overboard. Yeah, but I get the know, intent though. I get the intent. So it's like, it's like. Ten times more extreme than my thing, but yeah. still. So, anyways, Rotten Tomatoes, I've now seen the Justice League rating for it. Yes. Because okay. that's what you want to talk about. Yes. Um, so. Um, okay. Wow. All right. Okay, I didn't actually, wow, <laughs> All right. read some of the reviews. Okay, so here's my problem. Okay. The problem is not... The score. I don't really care about the score. One of the things, and I and I and I compare Rotten Tomatoes a lot to Metacritic. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have given those aggregators. They are simply supposed to be aggregators for scores. Mm-hmm. It is supposed to present a kind of an overview of this is what kind of everyone is collected and saying. You're reading some of these, <laughs> right? And I see your face. <laughs> and my problem is that. My problem is you go down this list and you're going to see uh, sites one-up each other. So some of these aren't too bad. Uh, like one person is like oh, everyone yeah. involved in making it and everyone who sees it deserve better. That's like, fine. Okay. There's a lot of movies that I think are that that even may be good but could be better. Um, but like the one that I really made that face on was the one in the top right. Yeah. Um even the strength of Superman couldn't turn this ship all the way around. Like, that's not the worst, but, like, it was just... A pointless flail of expensive, yeah, that, yet somehow cheap-looking um... CGI that no amount of tacked-on quips or even Godot's luminescent star power can rescue. Okay, I'm wondering, what are the reviews for the Green Lantern movie that came out? Oh, I'm sure those are I'm actually kind of... Because that reminded me of something I would have said about the Green Lantern movie. Yeah. Um, just like, but wow, some of those reviews are harsh. Now, here's the thing. Um, see, like, this is no problem. I have no problem with that. I like this one. When Justice League is good, it's fun and flashy and slick. When it's bad, it's maddeningly so because there are no excuses for flaws. That is a well. Yes, I like that because it's like, yeah, they could. That's why I didn't mind the other one. They could have done better. They should have done better. Why did they not do better? Yeah, it's that's kind perfectly of the, fine. You know, and I'm okay with that. Um, but this, 
Justice League begins and ends badly not only because of the loose script, very loose, but because the team is headed by a filmmaker of proven mediocrity, Zack Snyder, and then he goes on to his whole things. Yeah. That's, that is completely subjective. That is not a review. Yeah. My, my problem is reviews, uh, and it is a microcosm of our mm-hmm. society in a lot of ways, but reviews over the last like two years have become so focused They've lost the meaning. They've become they 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 look at criticism as it's I have kinda, to be it's critical. It's funny because some of these criticisms could be applied to their criticisms, um, right? Yes, like I mean, um, they kind of like you mentioned earlier. They're they like picking on any bad little thing because talking about bad stuff gets more attention than talking about the good. Yes. Um, now. Before I go farther, I do want to say, I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah. You have. Yeah. Um, I haven't, until now, read any reviews of it. Yeah. But I had seen a lot of discussion mm-hmm. about the outfits of some of the characters. Some of the changes that have been made. Specifically the Amazons. Yes. And that did upset me. Yes. And so, before I even saw the reviews... Before I even saw the movie, because mm-hmm. I saw the costume changes, my opinion of it went down a little. But that's fine. That's and a that's valid fine, criticism. Because that's like an actual criticism about a particular part, and it's been like a shit. That that's um, that's. There's nothing wrong with feeling, and you can come out like I went with, ended up going with like four writers. Yeah, and also I can understand you having like high expectations, mm-hmm. and then not being upheld that's what it seems like a lot of the you know we deserve better yeah. type things because i've mentioned it, i'm pretty sure on this podcast yeah. i'm excited for the movie but i've been like personally trying not to get my expectations high yeah. understandable yeah um but yeah i saw this with like four writers right mm-hmm. um we all did not walk out on the same page the writer who sat right next to me throughout mm-hmm. the whole movie is more critical, much more critical of the movie. Uh, he still said it was entertaining, it was fun, but mm-hmm. I have these really big issues with the movie. I yeah. thought this was a mess. I thought this was whatever. We were in the we worked for the same thing, but we walked out and both had yeah. complete. There's Called nothing. The same movie at the same time. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with an opposing viewpoint. Yeah. My problem is that people take critic, they take criticism, and they make it. I'm always have to be critical. And that is not what the actual job of a movie critic or a comic critic or anything is supposed to be. You are supposed to paint a picture of what one thing is from beginning to end. You are painting for a picture for the person who does not have the opportunity mm-hmm. to see it before you. So you were supposed to go, here's what you can expect. Here are the highlights. Here are the lowlights. Here is a summary of what you can expect. That is what you were supposed to do. Critics aren't supposed to take a movie bit by bit and highlight every single flaw it has. That is not what they're supposed to do. Now, I'm a little confused because, like, cri- okay, I get them bashing all the flaws. Yeah. Because um, you can always, I went to art school, you can always talk about the bad things, but also talk about the good things. You have to fit both in. you yeah. got to talk about both. Because also, if you point out only flaws... And not what's good. People may know what they should change, but not how they should change it. Yes. Um, critic implies, though, being critical. But a movie critic, that is a wrong term. 
A, crit, so, a critic okay. is not supposed so to be. So it's a misnomer. It is. is what you're saying. So what should it be called then? If you I don't know. Change the title. I mean, it would be. I mean, truthfully, it should just be. You're just a. I mean, it should just be like you're a journalist or you're a reviewer mm-hmm. or whatever. It should not be critic. A movie critic in the old days started out as a. Oh well, we're going to critically look at a movie. Mm-hmm. And evaluate it. But you're saying like over time that over has time become, it has devolved into we're just gonna throw shit at a wall and this, here's all the shitty things like okay. cinema. So now I now fucking I hate. get where you're coming at because <laughs> I was like, how can you say a critic's job is not to be critical? It's it's not um, solely to be critical, yeah. and that is what there's nuance that has been lost in this in these years. Okay, uh, cinema sins I fucking hate. <laughs> I can't stand it. Honest trailers are better. But if you look at an honest trailer and you compare it to Cinema Sins, Cinema Sin of Wonder Woman, for instance, mm-hmm. notches a bunch of stuff that is completely subjective. It is not anything to do with fact of it is wrong. It yes. is something that the person making now, that... Now, that, that is the thing is when someone is going on about purely subjective things that have like no actual basis, I'm like, well, that's your opinion, which... It's fine. It's fine. But don't tout it as being fact. Label it cinema opinions. Don't yeah. label it cinema sins because no one sinned against anything. That's yeah. your judgment. Now, saying that, you know, the Wonder Woman Amazon outfits are better representation of Amazons than the ones in Justice League, that is a fact. That's a fact. Like, there's nothing wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like the people that created the ones for Wonder Woman, actually, you can look at direct references of actual, like, Greco-Roman armor. Yeah. It's cool. But but Snyder didn't want to do that. No. <laughs> and they, they were changed. They're leather bikinis. And they were changed. Um, yes. So, you know, that saying that's bad is an opinion. Yeah. Because some people being like, well, I, I like seeing no problem with like it. that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I personally think it's stupid. That it was changed so it's because, I mean, there's a huge, long history of female, you know, warriors being dressed in stupid stuff and that's continuing it. Yeah. Whereas in the Wonder Woman one... There was also the, no reason yeah. to change there, it. There was no reason. There, there's so no like, reason uh, to change that. But, like, I feel like saying that, like, one was a lot more, you know, researched. Yeah. That's a fact. Like, that is a fact. Yeah. What is more fry candy? I will give I will give this one tweet some really good love. It was a and, and I've in in I've been reading a lot about the reviews because mm-hmm. I've had to write about it a lot yes. lately about this back and forth. Um, there was one that talked about there has been some backlash Reviewers over writing reviews. I know for real. Uh, there's been some backlash over like uh, certain things in the movie that mm-hmm. like you could see uh, that have been. Something's revolving around Wonder Woman and like how like she interacts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Not big stuff, but like they said that you know this movie had two directors. Yes, really had one, but like there was a chunk that was redone, and that was with Wheaton. Right? Mm-hmm. It was a tweet that was like in my head. I just I prefer to look at it as uh, Joss Whedon never got the call, and uh, Patty Jenkins got the call to do the rest of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a movie I want to see. I was like, yeah, I can I can see that. It's a good. One. Yeah. Um. There's. Uh, yeah, I feel like it probably would have been much. Like I haven't seen the movie yet, but. It is not that. Yeah, but I, I will feel say like it right probably now, 
Wonder Woman, as I've said, I did have some issues mm-hmm. with especially the ending and Aries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you haven't seen it now, I no we spoiler spoil alert. I hate the way they shoehorn Aries in. Yeah, because I feel like at the end it would have been just as fine, if not better, if it was just be like, oh, humans are flawed. They make mistakes. And shit happens like this horrible, horrible war because sometimes people are bad. See, I don't, I don't have a problem I with Ares. I didn't like the way no, not Ares in the movie. Worked I don't have a movies. problem with Ares being in the movie. Yeah, I have a problem like, with. Yeah, I don't mind him being in the movie. The I wanted a they... damn sword fight. Can you just have them fight? Like she fights the entire movie with this awesome like battle stance and combat and sword and shield. Ares also was a... He is the god of war. He would be very skilled in that. There's no yeah. reason to not See, do that. I I still feel like I would rather him just been talked about and him not actually be in it. Like him be mentioned. Her think that it was Ares, but it not really be Ares. No, I, mean, I need to because, because, as he says, it wasn't really him anyways. Uh, he just planted seeds, whispers, you know. Yeah. A lot of that stuff, those horrible people would have came to anyways. Uh, because, hey, guess what happened in world life? But that ties into her backstory so much. I, I, I like okay, the mythology I, of it. I feel like the Ares mythology yeah. could have been in a lot done in a lot Oh, I agree. It's the ways. weakest part of the movie to me, um, is, is Ares. Because, you know, there's even, because, you know, Wonder Woman has had how many rewrites and stuff mm-hmm. and things like that, you know, comics. Yeah. Um, there's been ones where you're like, that. he's her dad. Yeah, there's been that. I don't like those either. You know, I don't care for those either, but I'm like, there's a lot of different ways there to is. handle the Aries. I don't mind. I, I like embracing the mythological aspect of that character. I don't feel like we have to lose the fantastical when we're talking yeah. about a woman with a golden lasso well, no, and like, a sword. I don't want to take away the fantastical, <laughs> but like... But it's so grounded already. Anyways, this is not a discussion about... It's true. Well, it's true. But there's no right or wrong there. It's subjective. But But now, okay, so what is the Justice League rating? The Justice League rating is... On Rotten Tomatoes. Is 37%. Okay, and what was the Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman was, uh, let's see... 92. 92. And I have, like, a few big issues with it. I... But I enjoyed the movie overall. Yep. And it has a really amazing rating. 92%. Yeah, it's That's 92%. crazy. Yeah. No, it's really good. Uh, audience score also, because that's critics. Yes. Audience score is 89, which is really yeah. high, which is really yeah. good. Like, Wonder Woman's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Villain aside. Yes. Because the villain's the weakest part. It is. Um, I mean, I'm glad we can agree. That even if we disagree on how, we do disagree that it is the weakest part. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Hey, I agree <laughs> that we agree. See, That's we don't that. we don't always fight. Uh, we don't fight very often, no, actually. Don't. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, Justice League, as and no spoilers because you're gonna go see it at some yes. point, or whatever. Um, Justice League has suffers from. I don't want to spoil stuff for you, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. Say, I'm gonna be vague. Okay. So essentially, uh, Justice League has flaws. Yes, there are. You and and because of the development issues of mm-hmm. the of the movie behind the scenes and and having one director take over and reshoots and erasing mustaches and all this other crazy what? shit. Yeah, Henry Cavill, they had to bring him back in for reshoots, but he was shooting Mission Impossible at the time 
and he was under contract with them, and he sports a mustache in that movie, <laughs> and he couldn't shave it, but they needed him to do scenes for Justice League because it was reshoots. So they CGI'd oh away his mustache. It became a huge meme on the internet for a minute. Oh and uh, it cost a shitload of money because they had to do it in Just... like all these scenes and erase it. And that cost that it's amazing how much that kind of thing. I wonder would cost. if it would have been more beneficial to just add the mustache. Yeah, just just give them a mustache. Everyone was was putting mustaches on every scene in BBS. That's was amazing. Funny. Um, but it's got its flaws. Um, what I will say is, um, this is to me the best Superman movie they've done in the DC. Oh, not best. The best Superman. Uh, to me, they finally Superman. nailed Superman. Like, they huh. finally got See, him right. now I'm... Just with that statement, yeah. I am very intrigued. Yeah. See, I'd rather there be, like, rev early reviews that, you know, intrigue you. That, like, yeah. give you little tastes and be like, hey, come see it now. Yeah. Make your um, own opinions, but go on and see it. Uh, Flash is great. Um, to me, the most okay. shocking character... Okay, I... I'll say this now, yeah. and then after I see the mirror, I can say, from the trailers, it looks like he's more Wally than Barry. Yes. And I... Very much so. And that bugs me, but yet not, like... Yeah. It frustrates me. Like, you combine two different characters. Why not just call him Wally? Yeah, why not just have Wally? I agree, because he um, is like Wally. He's yeah, more like Wally than like, Barry. Even from the like first trailer that he was in, I'm like, that's Wally. And he's hilarious in his scenes. And, like, I love Wally. I've made, I haven't made it, like, clear. Sorry, wrong phrasing. <laughs> if I haven't made it clear, I love Wally so much. I'm pretty sure I've said it multiple times. Yeah. Barry's great. No problem with Barry, but I love Wally. I'm a Wally fan, too. So, like, part of me is like, oh, cool, Wally. I like Wally, but he's good that's Barry yeah so and he's like, got Barry's like you know backstory and yeah. stuff but it's so Wally's like, personality why not just have made it no I agree Wally um the one character that surprised me the most in this mm -hmm. was Cyborg because I did not really care about and I've always struggled with that in the comics too mm -hmm. even though I've liked the Titans I've never been like the biggest Cyborg fan um but I will say Ray Fisher won me over before the movie hit because <laughs> Turns out Ray Fisher uh, did an interview mm -hmm. and is a complete nerd. He's amazing, <laughs> by the way, in like real life. He mm -hmm. sang the Pokemon theme song. Oh, that's great. Live. And then he's like a huge Yu-Gi-Oh fan. <laughs> plays Yu-Gi-Oh in like tournaments. Oh, and wow. then he's like, he's oh, he's awesome. He's And he's uh, into like Fantasy Flights board games. <laughs> and, like uh, He did Wonderful. a great interview. He's awesome too. But his character in the movie fantastic like by the end of it i was like okay when i read cyborg comics mm -hmm. now i and will read it in this. his voice <laughs> i will read it in his voice he was great uh but yeah to me this was the best superman movie mm -hmm. like they got it they got it right for him and yeah. i thought it was really That's really good. interesting because of how batman versus superman went oh yeah and batman versus which, superman which that was not a good movie it was not a good movie um and to me that earned every bit of its <laughs> yeah Bad rating. Um, and also, it's like, though, one criticism that came out of it that I do agree is, like, Ben Affleck does a good Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah, he's a great Bruce Wayne. <laughs> May not be the best Batman, but he's a good Bruce Wayne. Ironically, real quick, because yes. I don't want to get sidetracked. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I can't pass that up. Who's your favorite Batman? Movies. Movie universe. Like, who's your favorite Batman? I don't know. Do I you have one? 
I haven't really like loved any of them. Wow. I've i watched a lot of Batman yeah. movies because even growing up, I watched a lot of them. Like yeah. I even have memories of going to a friend's house and like marathoning a lot of the movies. You know, yeah. I. But I've, to me, none of them has like really uh-huh. captured the Batman in the way I want them to capture Batman. What is your most iconic Batman then? Is it the comics? Is it animated series? Is it probably animated, animated series? series? Yeah. yeah, like uh, Justice League Unlimited. Is... Oh, so good. They do a good job. <laughs> so um, good. I, I, yeah, no. Okay, hey, there you go. None of the movies, the animated That's series, perfect. because even in um, like Young Justice, he's barely in it. But yeah. he's in there a little. And he's good. Yeah, he's good. So I don't know what they're getting. Kevin Conroy's Batman is fantastic. Yeah. I, I I don't know where things are getting lost. But like. Yeah. Also, Emmett's anything DC has always, like almost always been great. My still. And, and I, look, I identify with that. Like, I have a favorite Batman in the movies. Mm-hmm. It's Ben Affleck. It's, that's my <laughs> Batman. Like I, I love him as Batman. Yeah. I've enjoyed Michael Keaton. I've enjoyed uh, parts of Christian Bale and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. as a overall, like, oh my gosh, that's my Batman. It t- Movies, it's yeah. Affleck. But Lex Luthor, there is no film Lex Luthor that has anywhere come close to the one that is in the animated I, series. I also agree. The animated series Lex Luthor that, is also great. He is Even perfect. in Young Justice, he's great. He's perfect. He is, that is Lex Luthor. I read comics in animated Lex Luthor's voice to this day because that he is the perfect Lex Luthor. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was my little side thing. But also, hey, go watch the animated stuff. Oh, it's yeah. real good. So good. It's so good. Uh, so, okay. So that was yeah. a pretty uh, lengthy, but I think uh, really, really informative yeah. discussion about um, that. So we'll put some of the links down below so you can read some of the stuff we read. And so you can make your own opinions. Hey, and while you're thinking about making opinions, why don't you rate us? Yeah, Subscribe. review us. We talked yeah. about reviews for an hour. Review us. Yeah, because I <laughs> But be do, nice. I mean, I don't care. I care. You can be like, hey, you sound like a little kid. <laughs> I know that. Uh, they'll I probably sound, say I, I, I sound, sound like some like wispy kid. grizzly bear. That's what they'll say. I, sound I like. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How does that sound like? I, I don't. No, that's how I would describe your voice, but wispy. I do sound like a little kid. No, you don't. You yes, sound I funny. do. Sound like. And Selena sounds like a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, you can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook, and at, you know, Chasing Geek, and then you can also find us personally. I'm Pipe Size Ginger on pretty much everything. Um, I was about to say, like, YouTube. Technically, I'm on YouTube, but don't follow me there. At least not yet. Don't follow me yet. Unless you want to go and see me play games badly, you can go there. But uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, PSN. Yeah, PSN. Uh, Tumblr, Pint-Sized Ginger, pretty much everywhere. And you are? Uh, Matt Miller CB on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then PSN, I am Night of Oa yeah. as well. That's pretty much my two places. So. Yep. Um, and so anything else before we finish this? No, I think that's it. Okay, well then, until next time, keep chasing geek. Have a good week, everybody. Bloop.